1: Welcome back in uh, the second hour here on Monday and thank you to everybody that came out on Saturday and donated to our Hunger Heroes food drop. We had a a great turnout. Now the United Way is still able to take some donations, but this Saturday is when they're going to be wrapping up everything. So they're going to be wrapping up everything, uh, literally, like putting all these packages together, all these baskets to give needy families meals for Thanksgiving. And so if you didn't get a chance to donate, if you didn't get a chance to come by and drop some food off, you still have a few options if you want to be able to do that. You want to, first of all, if you're going to use the Amazon wish list option, you have to do that by today. Today would be the last day that they would be pretty much guaranteed to get the food in time to package together on Saturday. Now, that's not to say that if if you do send something after that, it can't be put to use later on, maybe for some Christmas meals or, you know, in the wintertime when families are looking for help that they couldn't get this to some of their food partners. So it is, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're not going to get paid until Wednesday and you want to order something on Wednesday, that's okay. But... If you want to make sure that it gets to families in time for this Thanksgiving meal, then you want to make sure that you order it today on the Amazon wish list. So just go to Amazon and type in Hunger Heroes, and you will find the United Way's page there. You can also go to unitedwayofgnb.org. That's another way to be able to do it. Another way, too, if rather than actually picking out the items, if you just want to make a donation, you can actually text that donation. So that's uh what you do is you send a text and that text sends the, the financial donation to the United Way. And I'm trying to find the text line. And of course I don't have it right in front of me, so I can't tell you it off the top of my head, but I will, uh, give me a second here. I'm, I'm going through Ah, I'll find it and I'll give you that text line also you can just go to the unitedwaveofgmb.com and and reach out to them too and they'll share it with you and then everybody that did donate everyone seemed to want to come and do more you know they said you know i was i wanted to help one family but here here's enough for five families and it seems like people are even though we're kind of pinching pennies ourselves to try to get our own holiday meals together the fact that so many people were being generous and thinking of others It's just, it's the spirit of the season. And it was nice seeing the turnout. It was nice seeing everybody that came and volunteered. And that's kind of what this is all about. It's not just about feeding these families. It's about the sense of community and connection that we all have with one another. And we're going to have more of that coming up in a couple of weeks when we present to you in, in partnership with the United Way of Greater New Bedford, this year's mini miracle family. And we will spend a day raising money, For a family here on the South Coast in need. And we'll have more details on that for you coming up. But for now, just know that we are going to be, even though Casey, who this is, this is her, like this is what she focuses on when this time of year comes around. And she does a great job of it. She's not going to be here this year. She's still out on maternity leave. So I, I, I have to step in and kind of handle things in her absence. And I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that because her attention to detail is second to none. And mine is not. But uh, I know that, you know, she's counting on me. And so is this family. And so is United Way. So, and of course, we are all counting on you to help make that mini miracle come true. So we'll have more information on that in the coming weeks. Uh, it was great seeing Casey. Casey and baby Gavin came over to the food drop and everybody got to say hello Uh, So it's, I just keep counting down how long until you come back, Casey, (laughs) you don't appreciate all the things that she does around here until she's not around anymore. And she does a lot and she's always, you know, the person that does it with a smile and a positive attitude too, which is infectious and and something that uh, every, every work family needs that person. And she is definitely ours. So uh, we will have more information coming up on Mini Miracle. And also, in speaking of Saturday, thank you to everybody that came up to me at the Grand Tasting over at Stevie's and said that they're listeners to the program. As I joked around, I said, well, I don't know what that really says about the show, that uh, everybody that's at a free booze tasting is telling me I'm a big listener of the show. Uh, But, you know, kidding, kidding. It was uh, it's a great time over there, and uh, they had a lot to to test out and sample. And it was I took home a few few things myself, and, and realized, hey, you know what? I like rye better than bourbon. I like bourbon, but I like rye even better. So I learned a little something, uh, and I learned a lot of things from from talking to the folks over there. So thanks to everybody that came out to that. Speaking of getting together with listeners, Tuesday, November twenty first, a week from tomorrow, we will be getting together at Knuckleheads in New Bedford. The uh, in in the lower level there, in the basement level, they have a, a little private party area. We're going to be down there. You're going to be able to buy drinks. You're going to be able to buy food, but we're going to have a little get together where all the listeners get to meet each other and hang out and uh, get get to know each other a little bit more one on one. And you know, some of the WBSM hosts will be there as well. But it'll be a chance for you to really interact with each other. That's what it's all about. And if this works and if it's a success and people have a good time and nobody nobody gets in any fights and <laughs> they don't have to call the police on us, I don't think it'll get to that point. But if, uh, if everything goes well and you want to do it again, we'll find other places and other times that we can do it uh, and, you know, kind of spread it around, spread it around the city, visit some of our advertisers. But that'll be happening on Tuesday, November 21st from 5 to 8 at Knuckleheads in New Bedford. But today... If you want to get yourself a great deal to knuckleheads in New Bedford, we have a Seize the Deal that is going on sale this afternoon at 3 p.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. Gazelle from Fun One Hundred Seven is going to be over there, and they're going to be putting this deal on sale at 3 o'clock, $50 to knuckleheads for 25 bucks. So make sure that at 3 p.m. or a little bit before that, you're on SeizeTheDeal.com and that you are hitting that refresh until 3 o'clock comes so that you can get yourself $50 to knuckleheads for just $25. Okay, 508-996-0500. Let's go to the phones here. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. I
1: got sick,
2: um, and I'm still sick.
1: Oh, it sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Um. Friday
2: night, I just got a feeling sick, and then um. so I've been ugh. And um, so I'm glad you said that because I did Google um, United Way and I see them in New Bedford on Union Street. And yep. I was like, I was like, oh, man, if I can just get one more day, maybe even two more days um, by Wednesday, I should be well enough. So yes. If,
1: if you want to physically drop off a, a donation to their offices, you can do that all week long.
2: Yeah. And now do they have parking there?
1: They, they do. It's in the DeMello International Building. So there's the, the parking lot there with this, uh, the uh, Santander Bank.
2: Oh, okay,
1: yeah. Yep, so you can park there, and you can go into the building, and they're on the second floor, I believe. Um, okay. I just know you have to take the elevator up.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, thank you. I had no idea where they were.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really easy to get to. It's easy to get over yeah. to their offices, and they'll be happy to take any donations you want to bring in. Oh,
2: I'm so glad. I'm so glad you said that because I don't do Amazon, and, um, you know, it's like but I was thinking, you know, I would physically go there. Um, And I believe,
1: I believe Aldi still has the uh, display set up with uh, the foods that, uh, Mm -hmm. that have, uh, they might, you know, by the time you're able to be up and about and get out there, they might've taken it down, but they'll, they'll have, um, they'll, they'll know which foods it was. Plus we have it on the website.
2: That's what I was thinking. I just have an employee, somebody or the manager that would know exactly what's what and have them help me Mm -hmm. pull it all together. But I'm so glad everybody went out and everybody had a good time. And, you know, I heard Jess on the radio for the first time because the last six Saturdays I haven't been able to, I mean, my Saturdays have just been crazy. And then she wasn't on. And she was on, and I was, like, too sick. I couldn't even call her, text her. I was like, ah.
1: <laughs> well, was, listen, she'll, she'll be here, and, and you get better, and then you can just call her next week.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> she'll be on two more weeks. Um, but I'm glad you had a great turnout
1: yeah it was a uh, very very um very uplifting to see everybody that wanted to make donations you know some some people just came dropped it off, and took off some other people were you know chatting with us and it was uh it was a nice turnout a nice day best weather we've had in a long time for one of these it seems to always rain but uh this was a nice day and a little bit windy. We had to keep the tent from blowing away a couple of times but <laughs> it was uh it was a perfect day for it well,
2: I'm so happy, Tim. Um, all right, so I'm going to get off the phone because I don't want to gross everybody out. Yeah,
1: often. it sounds sounds like you're you're in need of uh, need, you know, need a big glass of orange juice, big dose vitamin so C. You know, I've C. been
2: drinking um Pedialyte because I haven't been able to keep anything down either.
1: There you go. Yeah, yeah, that'll. So I've been drinking a lot
2: of the Pedialyte and um, Boost. I always keep Boost around just for the what if.
1: Yeah, there and, you go. Stay hydrated, stay nutriated or nu- right. nutriented. I don't know, and right. uh, and hopefully you feel better soon. Oh yeah. Right. Thank you, Tim. you have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. What's shaking, playboy? What's going on, Lamone? Happy birthday.
0: Thank you very much. How did it go? Um, oh, I'm still awake, so just that's letting you know. Well, wait, you're not calling us from jail, right? Oh, well, do you think they give free calls? Uh, from Well, I don't know if they do, but how long would it take for you to that- it took longer than 15 minutes for you to come to the phone. So I'm thinking uh, they'd probably hung up the phone. Yeah, the
1: quarters would have ran out. You know.
0: Yeah, I said, That's not right. And so, what I'm going to tell you, is like, before I was interrupted sad, uh, Saturday, I was telling you about how there's a band in, 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 from Liverpool called the, uh, the, Late, the the Night Cafe. And what, what they do, they're, uh, uh, the lead singer just died. His name was Sean Martin. Wow. He's the great great nephew of Malachi Martin. Oh wow! And yeah, and and it's like, and and he was like before he died, he was talking about seeing things that that uh, that are on the darker side. He used to, you know, after his uncle died, and he was young. He was he he just he was alive. He saw his, his uncle saw him before he died, and so the thing about that is, it's like he saw him, and and that was. Uh, and everything, just before he died, he was talking about things messing with him. You know, not not like the hat man, but he didn't say the hat man. He was just seeing dark things sitting on him when he'd wake up. And so he died and he was 26 years old, almost 27. So I just thought that would be something that would be interesting to, to know, for, for at least for Saturday night.
1: Yeah, and for, and for those for those who don't know, Father Malachi Martin was the the uh, the priest who would be on with Art Bell, who talked about his work battling the demonic over the years, and just every time he was on, it was appointment radio. You know, you just stopped everything you were doing and listened to everything that Father Martin had to say.
0: And it's sad that he was that he was taken out like that. When he went out, and he was he was good. He was a good man. My my parents met him before they died. My daughters, on daughters. My two daughters, they they met him and so stuff. He was real cool to them, and I have a a crucifix he gave me. It was made back in the early 1800s. It's from, from Cathedral Pewter, and I've had things happen. I was places I shouldn't have been, and uh, with somebody I should somebody I should probably shouldn't have been with, and my crucifix broke. Oh, literally broke. Yes, it did, and I and I got it got it. Uh, soldered and stuff back on but still the point was it broke and it was like nothing was pulling i wasn't like laying on it or anything like that and the book like right there before someone went down and i'm not, that same person i was talking to uh let's say maybe maybe four months later i was talking about, about there was this place i near the air force base like near nellis i said i saw a lot of evil i saw the devil in here and uh, the girl was talking to me she said you do and all of a sudden Sympathy of, for the Devil came on from Rolling Stones and everybody looked around at me like I was the one that, that called but it, it was like maybe six, seven people that heard me say that and then that song come complain. If that wasn't a message, if that wasn't a sign, I don't know what one is. And so, yeah, but uh, I just thought that was something uh, interesting to start your week off. Well, uh, an interesting conversation. I appreciate uh, Dave it. Dave Matthews was here this week. Dave Matthews was here last night.
1: Did you tell him I said hi? You know, I didn't talk to him. okay
0: such buffoonery. All right, why well, I, I get a hold
1: of that? I got to hold you anyway, Lamone, because I got to take a break here before the news. But uh, thank you for All checking right. in. I'm God glad bless, you had a good birthday. God,
0: God bless everyone there, and I'm hoping I'll see see you guys if not on not on the 21st this month, maybe next month next year, if that if it's if God willing. Okay,
1: maybe maybe we I'll Skype with like, you so and good we good well. put you up on the screen. Who knows? That would be nice. Everybody would be like ooh, <laughs> they'll be like, oh that that's Lamone. <laughs> Ooh, he's he's way sexier than I thought that he was. All right. Thanks, Lamont, Have a great day. All right. Take
0: care, playboy. Hey, tell Cece and Ariel. I said hello also.
1: We'll do that. Thank you. All right, that is Lamone in Las Vegas. And uh, yeah, it's it's funny because he says, before I was interrupted on Saturday, he called in while we had a guest on to talk about something that wasn't related to the guest. You were the one interrupting Lamone. You didn't have any questions for the guest, but uh, it was a great topic uh, of conversation, ethics in the paranormal with Amanda Paulson. If you missed it, you can catch it wherever you get your podcast from, the Spooky South Coast podcast. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
2: We all sing Valentine's to my sweet.
1: say Tim what is your weight loss goal I want to weigh just enough that I can actually slide into a room like Terrence Trent Darby slides into the wishing well video one of the best slides you'll ever see in your life I try to slide but I uh, I get stuck don't slide enough if you ever see me bowling you'll say oh Tim if you could just slide a little bit more you'd probably help out your bowling uh, a little more. and I'm like yeah no nope, nope can't do it Getting there, though. Getting there. So we can talk more uh, coming up after the news at 508-996-0500. I want to talk some more about this Seekonk case. Uh, again, the arraignment will be happening this morning of this mother and aunt uh, who stand accused of whatever situation led to a four-year-old girl being burned over a large portion portion of her body with second- and third-degree burns. We don't know the details of how it happened, but I'm sure that's going to come out in the arraignment today. But you can read what we do know at WBSM.com and on the app. Right now, though, let's get all the national and international headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey.
3: The United Nations say one of its facilities in Gaza was damaged in an Israeli naval strike Sunday. The United Nations Relief and Works Agency Guesthouse in Rafah said no one was injured in the strike as staff had left just 90 minutes prior. More than 60 of the agency's facilities, many schools and shelters have seen collateral or direct damage from Israeli attacks since the declaration of war against the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Donald Trump Jr. is set to return to court as the first offense witness in the Trump Organization's civil fraud trial in New York. Lawyers representing former President Donald Trump, his sons and their company are set to start their defense today. The Trump Family Organization is being accused of inflating their wealth to obtain better loans. House Speaker Mike Johnson is putting forward a two-step temporary funding plan to avoid a government shutdown as a Friday deadline draws near. The first part of the plan would extend funding until January 19th for only a select handful of departments. The second would extend funding for the entire government until the February 2nd. Neither bill includes additional aid for Israel or Ukraine. A Virginia State University officer is now in stable condition after being critically injured in a shooting early yesterday morning near campus. Chesterfield County police say he was checking out a disturbance involving a group of people when the suspect fired on him and ran away. That put the school in lockdown for several hours. Drivers in Texas are still seeing the nation's lowest gas prices. According to AAA, the average price in the Lone Star State is $2.80 per gallon. The national average today is basically unchanged from yesterday at three thirty-six. dollars And scientists in Texas have discovered a new species of dinosaur. Chris Coraggio has the details. While a small fossil from the animal was discovered in 2020, more bones were found near Lake Grapevine this week and scientists confirm it was an entirely new species. The small herbivore's Latin name translates to Cohen's grapevine jaw, a combination of Murray Cohen, who first made the discovery and the place it was found. The dinosaur was likely about 6 feet long and between 20 to 60 pounds. I'm Chris Caraggio. In sports, the Celtics will be looking to extend their winning streak to three games when they host the New York Knicks tonight at TD Garden. Boston came away with a victory in the first matchup. Tonight's battle is the second of four meetings between the Celtics and Knicks during the regular season. And things have gone from bad to worse after the Patriots fell 10-6 to to the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. Mac Jones completed 15 of his 20 pass attempts for 170 yards, but threw a key interception late in the fourth quarter. Bailey Zappi took the Field for the final drive, which also ended in an interception. New England is now last in the AFC East at 2-8, and, and the Patriots will get this week off before returning to action when they visit the New York Giants. And the Bruins are hoping to bounce back from an overtime loss north of the border. After falling to the Montreal Canadiens on Saturday, Boston is visiting the Buffalo Sabres tomorrow night. It will be the first of three meetings between the Bruins and Sabres during the regular season. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6.
2: Good to be with you, everybody, on this Monday morning under mostly clear skies. Temperatures around 30. Steady increase in cloud cover for this afternoon. Temperatures will be in the mid-40s. Spotty showers, slight chance overnight tonight. And then tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds with partial sunshine. Temperatures flirting with 50. Next few days, a warming trend as of mid to late week. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci Del Carmen on New Bedford's News
3: Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
0: She'll never know
2: just how I feel Out
0: of the shadow, she's almost like a dream Make me feel crazy, make me feel so
1: be aware of this, but thanks, YouTube, for letting us enjoy that, that there actually is a version of that song's music video that actually stars John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, because for years, the video was just the, the opening of Eddie and the Cruisers. And great for New Bedford, because our own Michael Toons Antunes is in the movie, Plays, plays the sax player Wendell in the movie. But also, he's in this video, obviously, with the band. And you get to see the actual, you know, Beaver Brown performing the song. So, great local band out of Providence, Rhode Island. International success with that movie, which, again, you know, was a flop when it came out. But thanks to HBO and its repeated airings of it in the early 80s, it became a cult classic. Enough that they made a, a very, very bad sequel. And I think, I'm pretty sure the sequel was a, was a joke on Family Guy, too. So that's when you know you've made it, is when you're a Family Guy joke. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So, yeah, I would guess that the, this is just my gut feeling, that I don't know how Mac Jones starts the next Patriots game. You've got the bye. You put Bailey Zappi and you bench Mac Jones again for the third time this season. When, The Patriots had a chance for a winning drive. There's no bigger statement than to say we have a chance to win this game and we don't trust you enough to go out there on the field. We could score here and win, but we don't think you're the guy that can do it for us. Whatever confidence Mac Jones had left at the end of that game, Bill Belichick ripped it away with that move. And by the way, that confidence that Mac Jones might have had was was false confidence. You're terrible, Mac. And uh, I, I see a lot of people who are like, whoa, that's just people that don't understand football. It's not his fault. It's the offensive. No, he can't get the job done either. A good quarterback can make adjustments for those situations. He can't do that. Overthrowing that touchdown in the end zone, that's just, he can't do the job. I don't think Bailey Zappi's the guy either, but you know, I think at this point now you're you're playing to draft a quarterback. What are the what are the Patriots gonna get? One more win. Maybe they beat Denver. Maybe they can beat, I don't know, the Chargers. Just one of those games that you're not counting on them to win, they end up winning. Like beating the Bills. So I, I think that it's probably one more one more win and then the question becomes does Bill Belichick stick around because he's 20 something wins away from passing Don Shula but the way that this team is and if you're going to be bringing in a rookie quarterback you're looking at needing four years to get that does he want to do with this for another four years and I'm being generous by saying four years the way that they've been playing Ah, so it's it's got to be the end of the Mac Jones experiment here, but I don't know. We'll see. I've I've given up predicting what what Belichick will do a long time ago. I think if it was completely up to Bob Kraft, and ultimately it is. Then you would see Bailey Zappi starting, and perhaps. Bill giving up some of his responsibilities. And that's the rumor. The rumor is, you know, you got one one side telling you Bill Belichick just signed a new deal. Another side saying he might get fired today. I, I don't know. Anything Anything could happen. 508-996-0500. And, and speaking of sports, uh, you know, Bill Belichick, if he did sign a new deal, it'll work out well for him because... He'll still get paid. Other teams will have an interest in him. I don't know that he'd want to go to another team. And if he did, he'd want to go to a situation where he could win right away and get those 20-something wins that he needs. But, uh, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to be Jimbo Fisher today? Gets fired by Texas A&M, and he's going to get paid $75 million to stay home. If, listen, if all of you don't like me enough that you want to get me off the radio, if you just give me a million dollars, I will say, I don't need 75 million, just a million dollars, and I'll, I'll go away. Two million, and I promise I won't try to get another radio job. So you won't accidentally run into me somewhere else on the dial. But yeah, 75 million dollars to stay home. That's a, that's a good deal. That's why college sports, man, that's why these coaches stay there forever and they don't want to go to the pros. What, what's? Why would you want to go to the pros and get fired after two or three seasons and have that embarrassment when you can stay 30 years in college coaching, make hundreds of millions of dollars, and if they fire you, still make hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's a good good gig if you can get it. Uh, 508-996-0500. We were talking to you earlier this morning about this story out of Seekonk, this horrible story uh, about the mother and the aunt who are going to be arraigned this morning after a four-year-old, the, the four-year-old daughter of one of the women and the niece of the other woman. They all live together, apparently, at a home in Seekonk. And this happened last month. This happened in October, October 8th. And we only just heard about it this past weekend. That it was discovered that this child suffered second and third degree burns across a large portion of her body. And it took 17 hours for anybody to report this. She went into the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Life-threatening injuries. Her body was in shock. She was in critical condition. Her body was in shock due to the significant second and third degree burns she was suffering from. And her organs were not functioning properly, which put her at risk of cardiac arrest. Now, the girl is stable now, but she is still in the hospital. But all of that as a result of them not calling anybody when these burns happened. So what what exactly went on? We don't know now. We'll know after the arraignment. But for now, the details are very sparse. You can read what we know at WBSM.com and on the app. But this comes on the heels of last week's story of a baby found, human remains of a newborn infant found amongst the recycling materials at the Rochester Recycling Facility. That being the second time in seven months that that had happened. And we've, we've got to find out what that's all about because these were both, both cases were newborn infants. So I don't think it's possible that it was the same mother, but is there a father involved who is throwing away these babies? What's, what's happening? So we'll we'll try to keep an eye on these stories and get you all that information but sometimes you sometimes you don't want to know what actually happened. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. Um. Welcome back in. Uh, 508-996-0500. And uh, we are happy to talk with you about anything that's on your mind. But in the next hour, we will be talking with Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light as we will be turning on the light. And we'll be discussing the election last week. We'll be talking about the Star Store because there's some very interesting information that the New Bedford Light uncovered regarding the repairs that were needed at the building versus what UMass was saying. And this will be something that I think a lot of you will find interesting. Uh, even if you are kind of sick of hearing about the Star Store story, this is important because this is basically UMass Dartmouth, according to the reporting of the New Bedford Light, just making stuff up. So we'll, we'll talk about that with Jack as well. Uh, also, I want to point out to you that uh, the... There's a story to check out at WBSM.com and on the app, a little positive, good story for you about Trevor Long. He's the actor who played Cade Langmore on Ozark. He was Ruth Langmore's father. And uh, spoiler alert, he was killed on the show. I mean, that's talk about foreshadowing. You knew it was going to happen. But he, the actor who plays him, is actually apparently a very nice guy. Uh, and is a Narragansett, Rhode Island native. And recently he posted on Instagram that he drove up to from Narragansett to Dartmouth to visit his acting mentor, Maggie Flanagan, who runs the Maggie Flanagan Studio in New York City. Well, actually, I think she's retired and stepped back a bit. But she has been a mentor to a lot of actors. And so he drove up on his motorcycle and Indian. Great choice. And, uh, and he visited her and posted something on Instagram. So we have a little story about that at WBSM.com and on the app for you to check out. Also, we told you about the young man, Corey Dries who had offered to buy, he's a server at the Ocho Cafe in Plymouth and offered to buy dinner for any veteran that came in on Saturday. He was sending me some photos and some messages on Saturday night. I was doing Spooky South Coast, but so I couldn't really respond. So Corey, I, I sent you back a message this morning, but He was telling me just what a great turnout they had and how many people they were able to treat to a great meal. So uh, I'm hoping to get with him today and do a follow-up on that. But I'm glad that it worked out well, and thank you to everybody that went out there and and took part in that. All right, I've got to take one final break this hour. We'll be back in a few moments. And welcome back in. Uh, You know, if you are running around this morning, getting back into the Monday, you know, routine. Why not treat yourself? Take a few moments and treat yourself to something delicious from Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop in New Bedford. We're talking about things like coffee. We're talking about things like hot chocolate. We're talking things about some of their uh, delicious lattes, their cappuccinos, all of that. Plus, their amazing baked goods. You can have uh, anything from a sandwich for lunch, maybe a a caserla sandwich, a tuna sandwich, chicken salad sandwich. How about one of their delicious pumpkin muffins or pumpkin